I'm ready. <clears throat> okay, we're back. Yay! Sad news, folks. Uh, unfortunately, James Ninnis couldn't be here tonight. Uh, oh. We are going to miss him. Oh. Uh, so when you hear this, go on to Twitter and at James Ninnis and tell him he looks good. Yep. Tell him he looks great. And then he missed him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we All got right, that was a, it, and we'll uh, <laughs> see you next time. It's, he's really going to be bummed that he missed it because this is really going to be our best podcast ever. That's right. <laughs> it will, in fact, be our best podcast ever uh, because not only are the three of us here uh, drinking in exotic locales, right. we also have a very special guest star that I think Joe should be the one to introduce. Absolutely. Uh, is my brother Mark. Hello! Mark, uh, aside from being my brother as his introduction to the world, also was the star a couple years ago of a web series that became really popular called Super Knocked Up. Super yes. Knocked Up. He was a... You, you played a super villain, correct? Uh, no, no. Joe, uh, thanks for demonstrating you have not watched my web series that I actually starred in. No, I, I was the superhero. The main character was a supervillain, and I went and knocked her up. And obviously, that's why it's called Super Knocked Up. Obviously. But, um, yeah, my character knocks up the the star of the show who's a supervillain. I'm a superhero. And then we got to learn how to deal with the baby. And, yeah, that was it. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Was the name of the superheroine Amber Sunset? Uh, it was it it was not, but it should have been because the can- the candle I have here that's called Amber Sunset smells delicious. Mar- what was was your hero name Twisty Testicle? My my hero my hero name was not Twisty Testicle, but that actually sounds like a good a good superhero name, especially in Super Knocked Up. Yeah, Mr. Twisty Testicle. <laughs> See yeah. your Twisty Testy. What's yeah. his power? He just twists his testicles like around anything. So he never gets a girl pregnant. It's like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I was just Mr. Fantastic, but it's only his testes that, that stretch. Oh, God. I remember that night. Every um, caper, he's having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, Testicles. <laughs> High school. Thank you for filling in. Yeah. Yeah. I do what I can. <laughs> no, no, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah glad to have you here, man. Hope people are still tuning in. So, uh, Mark, what are you what are you drinking today? I'm drinking uh, Kraken rum, Kraken black spice rum, and some Diet Coke. Wow. You are just saying a number of things why? that are just dropping my respect level for you. <laughs> yeah, that That's why I came on the show. Why the my Diet Coke? Is for why the Diet Coke? Sure. Uh, because I had a party not too long ago, and I bought a lot of soda, which we never drink. And my stepson usually doesn't drink soda. When he does, we have him drink the diet stuff. So he can go and blind? The, so, yeah. So, um, and so it's just the first thing I grabbed when I was getting ready for the show. So and you don't have standards? We don't have any standard soda. We have <laughs> diet lime coke. And diet regular coke. Oh my god, just stop. Have, You're hurting me. Okay. Oh, oh, and we have uh, sparkling bubble water. Oh, sparkling right. bubble water. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you for, uh, <laughs> you know, making the rest of us look good. Mark, what are you up to these days? What am I up to these days? Today I, I gardened and did some laundry. So that was very exciting. More uh, from a professional standpoint, Mark. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're only hurting yourself. Uh, <laughs> 
professionally uh, these days, actually, um, gardening <laughs> comes out in the yard. <laughs> Uh, well, and um, all that good stuff. Well, um, actually, um, the director of Super Knocked Up, Jeff Burns, he does a show called Super Geeked Up. It's a Google chat every Wednesday nights. And I, w- I was on the show for a while, but I had to, to quit that. But I do do the live shows. We do live shows at Comic-Cons around uh, New York State. He's actually going to San Diego Comic-Con this or whenever it is this week. Yes, yeah, so um, he'll be at the Villainous Lair, actually, on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Great. yeah, and, and so um, we, we did a show not too long ago at Albany Comic Con. We did one before that at um, Chase Con at Saratoga. Actually, Nikki Klein was um, from Battlestar Galactica. She mm-hmm. played Callie on that show, and mm-hmm. she was um, our co-host during that. That was that was pretty fun. I've been a fan of hers for for a while. That's right. You got to meet her. Got to meet her. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was very uh, it was actually really cool. Awesome. So yeah, I, I do that. Um, we do the live shows when when he does that in the area. And what's so the next show you have coming up? Uh, we are going to a con oh, in Saugerties, but I can't remember what it is. Woodstock Con? Um, I honestly can't remember. I will look it up. Google and by it. the end yeah. of the show, I will tell you. Did he say soggy knees? Saugerties. Oh. It's not Sorry, their fault. <laughs> they live in upstate New York. It's <laughs> not even part fault. of New York, apparently. It's basically South Canada. <laughs> right. right, right, okay. Sorry, soggy sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, Just you know, yeah. get your bowl of poutine and uh, away we go. <laughs> maple leaf, my maple syrup. Le leaf. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, and Mark, for those that that do not often get to hear your dulcet tones, you're you're a big movie buff, right? I I love movies. Mm. I love movies a lot. Uh, I do. Yes. Uh, me and Joe have been movie fans, um, Jesus, since we were very young. Since Jesus, I believe. Since Jesus. Yeah. And I don't get the movies as, as much as I used to, but yeah, that's, that, that's my thing. Cool. And, and just so we, the audience knows, you are Joe's younger or older brother? I'm older. I'm the old, I'm the old one. You're the old one. Okay. I'm the older, less successful uh, Pazula in, in the family. And, and the dumber one. Joe's much smarter than I am. That's but, fact. But who's the prettier one? Oh, my hair is the prettier one. <laughs> Just your hair. That's it. Clearly, they're related. Just yeah. hair. All right. Double the Pazula today, folks. Yeah. Best Double the show ever. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna love having you on. Uh, Thanks for having me. So let's go. Let's drive the Pazula train to the next stop. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, took you a minute there. It's been a long day. It's been a day. Go. Uh, I am drinking Firestone Union Jack, Mm. which is one of my faves, favorites of the beer. Wait, wait. On the 4th (laughs) of July weekend, Uh you're drinking something called Union Jack? You're damn right. How dare Uh you? It's got... How dare you? It is an American... (laughs) It is an American brewery. It's It's called Union Jack. Pretty Ooh. sure the Union Jack's not fascist, but I will concede the rest of your argument. Yep. <laughs> I'm not having an argument. 90% so. of right is still 90% right. <laughs> As we've learned. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Uh, the news-wise for me is uh, I had a couple weeks off, so I got to catch up on some writing. I'm working a show next week at Comic-Con, not in the convention, but part of the convention. Which is what? The Fandom Awards for MTVU. Okay. Um, it's it's more like a festival, and there happens to be an award show at the end. What's of the, night. the U? 
MTVU. University? I think it's university. It's more geared towards college students and airs on college campuses mostly. The rest right. of MTV doesn't really, yeah. you know, yeah. dedicate itself to Young teenagers. People? So <laughs> yeah. MTVU focuses on that oft-forgotten demographic. It mm. really just sounds like they don't know their alphabet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or their demographic. Um, or maybe they're opening up a school. <laughs> I'd go to MTVU. Maybe. Well, um, but it's it's work for me, and it's work for people I like, so that's good. And I get to go to San Diego for the week. There are worse places so to be. Um, and then other news, I saw. I got to see You're Jaws. I, shut up, Mark. I got to see Jaws last night on the big screen. Oh, I went to see that on uh, Father's Day, actually. All right, I've heard I've heard about that film. I think it's going to be huge. It's going to be great, and the, I got to see the director is going to be amazing. I, I got to see the writer uh, do a Q and A last night, Carl Gottlieb. Oh, okay. I didn't get to see that. Uh, he wrote a book about the making of Jaws. Did he write the book Jaws? No, Peter Benchley did. Oh. But Carl took over the script and was there on set every day with Spielberg, and then he wrote a book about it, which is awesome. That's cool. Um, so that was he a cool experience. He wrote a book experience. about a movie based on a book. Yeah, indeed. He's in the movie, too. He's yeah. like... Um, yeah, he's the reporter. The reporter, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that was nice. How's your cat? Cool. Cat's fantastic. Yeah. Misses well. me every day. Does that. Right. And uh, girlfriend's great. Are you bringing the cat with you to San Diego? Yeah. No, it's not long enough. If it were a month, I might. Are you bringing the girlfriend with you? No, she's working. Is the girlfriend and the cat together? No, she has her own cat. Uh, they don't get along. So who's watching the cat? My neighbor. That's sweet of them. Yeah. Very neighborly. Yeah, you you recently became Facebook official. Uh, me and the gal. Yeah. Oh shoot. I know, yeah, right? Mark missed it because he doesn't do oh, Facebook. Let me let me go tell my wife. She she would want to know that. Yep, that's she, true. Michelle wants to know everything that's going around uh, on with you. Yeah, I almost called you Aiden. Ask her to top off that diet coke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Okay, so that's I think that's it. Cool. News wise, that's awesome. Well, we we finished and something. we finished a Kickstarter. Yeah, we finished Kickstarter this month for Reach. We certainly did. Mike, why don't you talk about that and talk about yourself? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, this this month was a shit kicker, man. Yes, we did a we did a Kickstarter, which was successful. Hooray! If you follow any of us That's on awesome, guys. Twitter, Facebook, or anything Thank else, you were you. inundated with it. Yeah. In the last thirty days. Apologies for spamming your feeds, but thank you for listening to that spam and donating, everybody. Yes. Um, many thanks. So that I mean that's that's just a ton of work in and of itself, and then we're opening Romeo and Juliet next week at Shakespeare Orange County. A different we, like the three of us. No, we not, have not we. Ben and I are not. Yes, part of that. We, my other job. Joe is not Juliet again. Unfortunately, Joliet. <laughs> oh, well you done. replaced the you. Yeah. Oh. You see what I did, Ben? Mm. You're welcome. You I could you could be Benvolio at that point. I could be Benvolio. Uh, so that that has been a nightmare getting that up as well. It's it's a huge cast. It's a big show, and it's always a nightmare getting it up with a huge cast. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, People like it. Yeah. Uh, so I I have had zero time to myself. Yesterday was the first day outside of Las Vegas Comic Con where I was away from the theater in a month. Like, I just haven't had days off. And uh, so I was really happy for America's independence because it was my independence as well. Great. And I did nothing. No, that's not true. I played the new Batman game, and it's fantastic. Oh, wonderful. We'll talk about that more later. Excellent. And what are you drinking, sir? I am drinking uh, Stone Brewing Company's Saison. 
Did you say Stone Brewing Company? Yeah. American handcrafted brew. Yeah. Firestone is American. Not named after our British imperialists. (laughs) It's a Saison. It's French. Uh, Belgian. It's actually well, a that's Belgian. What I said, Belgian. But Cezanne is also a style of beer. It's not necessarily from somewhere else. Plus, America's the great melting pot. The French did send us troops and money to help us fight the British. It's true. Right. I'm supporting. I'm supporting our independence by drinking this. Excellent. Excellent. It's delightful. <laughs> ben, how about you, man? Well, first of all, let me just say I applaud your decision. And in doing so, I will also be drinking the exact same beer. Fantastic. The Stone Sasson. Sasson. In honor of those French folk that came and helped us to grab our independence. Didn't we also by the, fight by the them balls. in the French and Indian War? Yeah, but that was that was Britain. Britain was the asshole in that one. We're still part of the British Empire at that point. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so it has been a crazy month. Uh, since the last time we all had a podcast, we all did go to Las Vegas Comic Con, yeah. which was a lot of fun, but it is hot and dry, and I think I'm just now getting moisture back into my body. Yeah, moist. Yeah, and we had the Kickstarter end yeah. the week after that, and then there was the 4th of July, where some of us uh, appreciated our forefathers and others spat upon their memory <laughs> with cheap Union Jack beers. And by the time you folks listen to this, San Diego Comic-Con will either be just about to start or having just ended, uh, given Mike's busy schedule. We'll see how quick of a turnaround I can get in that. It may have been last month. probably (laughs) listen to this sometime after the San Diego Comic-Con. So it has been an absolute crazy, crazy month. Yeah. I had to go to Atlanta. Sorry. Yep. How much moisture did you lose there? There was actually a lot of moisture gained. It was mm. very hot and wet. Yeah, and the humidity at this point has got to be nuts. Yes, it was like walking through a sponge. Yep. So Atlanta, <laughs> not the place to go in the summer. No. Unless you guys are listening to us from the fine city of Atlanta, in which case I loved visiting and the barbecue was magnificent, as was the fried chicken. Thank you, Atlanta, for everything you do for us. But for everyone that's not from Atlanta and listening to us, shame on them. Don't go to Atlanta. <laughs> All right. So that has been uh, plenty of introductions, I believe. I yeah. don't think we've missed anyone. No. Good. Let's get started. Okay. Who's but first? You got it. Uh, I think I am. Ooh. I think I get to go first. What are we doing? All right. Uh, so I believe our yeah. first category will, in fact, be funny books. All right. What do they call you? The, the, the funny man. Funny man. I'm having a shitty day. Tell me a funny joke. Let me understand this, because I don't you know. Maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. Oh, <laughs> oh look, hey, Mark everybody. did it too. Yeah, he did. Oh, hey, Mark. And, uh, Apparently, James and I are the only sane ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, we should point out at this point that it is, there is a pre-recorded Funny Books intro that... That has already played. That has already played. That was okay. great. I liked it. <laughs> so here on the Eva Comic Con, uh, Comic Con, of course, the San Diego Comic Con, I should specify, right. is uh, big business, right? All the all the major. I think it, it currently out. qualifies as being like the Comic Con. Most people, not in the industry, would consider it to be the one when people are talking about cons. Yeah. So it seemed wrong not to do something comic centric in this mm-hmm. this month of coming from a Comic Con, going to the Comic Con. And what I wanted to talk a little bit about was the recent line-wide uh, events at both DC and Marvel. 
Oh, yeah. DC had an event called Convergence that just wrapped up recently, and Marvel has Secret War, which yeah. is wrapping up shortly. Uh, both of them, in effect, do a very similar thing, which is basically reboot their universe. DC did it with Flashpoint a few years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Marvel's never really given it the hard reboot that it's giving it now. But what I wanted to ask you guys, first of all, I understand that you guys probably are busy and not super comic centric. So what are your thoughts on the idea of a major company completely relaunching and rebranding itself? And secondly, if you guys have an opinion, uh, and again, I'm not expecting necessarily that you will, on if there is a right way or wrong way to do it, if Secret Wars or right. Convergence is handling the reboot, relaunch idea better than the others. One thing I realized with Convergence is uh, that the writers are able to do things to characters that you probably wouldn't be able to do if the title was going to be ongoing after this. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, they killed Batman and the Joker. Yeah. And that's awesome. But at the same time, it's really hard to imagine DC Comics without a Bruce Wayne or a Batman. And so the fact that they're sort of rebooting, I mean, it really lets writers go all out and come up with stories that, you know, probably would have been shot down in the pitch room. But they're uh, also kind of doing that with Secret War. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, so that's something I really appreciate about reboots um, is that they're able to just go for it. Okay. And then at the end of it, it's like, OK, so what do we want sticking and what do we not? What do we not want to throw out? I prefer Marvel's take on it. Mm -hmm. um, I think the idea of having all of these different universes and then going, you know what, rather than just sort of rebooting it back to just one and nothing's ever happened, we're going to take sort of a best of of everything and stick it all in one new universe and move forward from there. So stuff has happened in the past. We're not necessarily reintroducing characters and, and stuff like that. And I, th I think that helps the fans who've been following these characters for a long time mm -hmm. mesh with new readers in a better way than having longtime readers of a certain property like a DC go, oh, I got to start over again? Great. Yeah, that's a good point. You're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater necessarily. Right. You're, you're keeping elements and you're bringing in new elements. You're sort of goosing the universe, uh, but it is still technically the same universe. Right. It's just different elements are added in. So neither of these are, are standalone events. In other words, whatever happens during Convergence will affect the universe going forward, correct? Correct. And the same with Secret War. Yeah. Now, DC has put out an edict that they are going to be uh, more in favor of good stories and less in favor of continuity. Uh, DC's always been very continuity heavy. Yeah. Right? And they say, we're going to put less of a focus on continuity in this new reboot to make mm. sure that people can tell the stories they want to tell. Um, so, so put moving, out more like snapshots of stories. Yeah, not they're moving away from a little bit, almost like uh, like the way Wildstorm did in the 90s mm. or something, where it's it's less continuity. It's, it's like Greek mythology, right? Mm -hmm. The stories don't always match up, but you know Hercule or Zeus is Zeus and Ares is Ares, even though sometimes those stories don't quite connect. Right, So so in theory, uh, like you were saying, Bruce Wayne and the Joker are dead now, but they can come back in someone else's version of Batman right. in well, the near future because it's not as... When they reboot, they'll be back to life almost certainly. But if they were to die again, they could come back to life again. Well, that's that's what I mean is that right. the convergence then, whatever happens, isn't necessarily written in canon. Like in the next issue that comes out after a converted, convergence... Converted. <laughs> 
Joker could be the star of that first issue. Right. So it's almost like Convergence is like, here's the craziest shit that can happen, but now we're back to like semi-normal stuff. Convergence as an event if I'm is understanding clearing the okay. table. It's, right. Right? Clean it's, clear, the table. it's clearing the table so they can reboot and start over with everything. But I, that's, I guess I don't understand. Maybe because I'm not, I am not reading them, mm-hmm. uh, I should admit. But in comics, how does that work when you say clearing the table? So... And I hope that doesn't sound like too ignorant of a question. No, 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 no. That's a great question. You uh, idiot. <laughs> Some, somebody's going to be listening to this next week going, <laughs> yeah? God, what a <laughs> dumbass. Moron. Right. So let's ignore the fact that DC rebooted a few years ago, mm-hmm. right? Right. Everything up to that point, or honestly, everything up to 1986, uh, which is when Crisis on Infinite Earths first cleared the table or streamlined the table, everything up to that point had happened in the same universe, which meant... If Batman killed the Joker, the Joker was dead. And he had to be dead unless you brought him back to life. But then the bringing back to life was all part of a continuous story, right? Right. It was an unbroken chain. They'd have to reference the story he died in in order to... Right. To, to, um, or someone would... Clarify why he's back. Or just ignore it and then people bitch about it not being in continuity. Right. Uh, when you do Crisis on Infinite Earths, Flashpoint, Zero Hour, Convergence, DC's done this a bunch. You... you clear the table, right? You, you set out new plates, new china. You say, all right, whole sandbox is open for you. Go to work. Nothing that happened before necessarily happened before. You can pick elements that you want to say happened before, but we, don't worry about it. This is what they say to the writers? Yes. Okay. So so could they come up with like completely new origin stories like as well? Like Absolutely. Okay. All right. It might depend on the, the property, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get too far away because then you do alienate. Like if someone's yeah, been reading Superman right. for 30 years and all of a sudden Superman is just uh, a half mole, half human thing that lives <laughs> under the ground, someone's going to be like, what the fuck? No. Damn it. Now i got to scrap my... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, like, I th- Where's I my think, Diet Coke? <laughs> I, think it would, I think it would be pretty non-negotiable for like one or both of... Bruce right. Wayne's parents not to die, for example. Right. Yeah. Now, Convergence came at a funny time, though, because that's exactly when DC was moving from New York to Los Angeles. I remember Chris Brady oh, saying right. that last month. So it does yeah. feel a little bit like, okay, we need something to get us over the hump. Like, right. well, right. We, we don't, don't want to take the time to make sure everything lines up, so fuck it, just do what you want to do. The only problem with that particular line of logic is usually these comics are made well in advance. Uh, however, if there was some sort of you know, if your mind was in another place, having an event where all the continuity was going to shake out to be a zero-sum factor anyway, right. then that's probably a good thing while you're moving. Do you think they're they're going to use this to, to tie in the comics more with the cinematic universe for DC? I don't know, right. and only because I think DC doesn't know. DC doesn't ever seem to know, <laughs> uh, which is the thing. But that's actually a point that I thought about with Secret War, yeah, mm. with Marvel. When Marvel got bought by Disney. You know, everyone came out and they made fun, like Mickey Mouse dressed as Wolverine or Donald Duck dressed as Cyclops. And it was like, oh, Disney. That'd be actually really cool. <laughs> you know, there's going to be like this whole Disney Marvel thing. And, and there's been like, I think there's a Disney comic book right now. Right. Uh, being written. Yeah. Mm. Oh, with the pink dragon. Yeah. And so there is there is that. And, you know, the, the crossed over in video games like... Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Too. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. The James's children have... Like, oh, the Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. Yeah. That's the one. So there's been crossover, but what I think we're seeing now, we're not seeing Wolverine, Mickey. Right. But what we are seeing is a push towards profitability with Secret War, where they can say, 
okay, you know what? We don't own the X-Men franchise. And so we're going to make X teams, but they're not going to be the focus. We own the Avengers. The right. Avengers are going to be front and center. We own Spider-Man now. So what are we going to do? We're going to bring in four Spider-Men into our proper universe. Right. Before, there was no Black Nick Fury. After the movies, now Ultimate Black Nick Fury is now regular Nick Fury. You know, like, right. they're yeah. streamlining. And I don't think that's a bad move necessarily. But with Secret War, it feels much more like Let's get everything in line so that the people that watch the movie read the comics and they understand what's happening. They can jump right. on as soon as they go see Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and understand the Captain America in that book is the Captain America movie. that they're reading. So doing right. that, it's it's almost like a cheat to the audience of Fantastic Four or the X-Men because now they're not going to get there at the books that they like. Well, in a way. I mean, uh, I don't... You guys probably haven't seen the, the new creative teams and the lineups for the books. Um, the other thing that's coming out of Secret War, because they just this week announced all the books that are coming out, mm. is there's a lot more diversity. There's a lot more female characters on teams. There's, you know, racial minorities. And, and Marvel's really been doing a great job of leading yeah. the charge mm. with Miss Marvel, mm -hmm. uh, who is a woman and a minority. Right. Uh, they've got uh, the black... Uh, the Blue Marvel, who is black, he's not the black Marvel, he's the Blue Marvel, uh, and Photon, who was previously Captain Marvel, she is also black, oh, okay. uh, on the same team as Galactus. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're doing a great job of, of bringing a lot of diversity in, but even that, I feel like, lends itself towards if down the line we wanted to make a Miss Marvel movie with a teenage girl who happens to be a Muslim, We've already set the table for that, and right. now it's that much easier. It's not going to come out of left field for anybody. Exactly. So they're so playing a long game a little bit. They are playing the long game, and Disney does that so well. Yeah. You know, like, Disney does such a good job of that, and you're starting to see that in the Marvel aspect, like, in the actual Marvel Comics aspect. So while we never got Wolverine Mickey, I think we are really starting to see the end, like, the, the long-term results right. of Disney mm -hmm. owning Marvel. Well, Marvel's also gotten a lot of what if stuff out there and like Old Man Logan and, and these one shot stories that are really, really good, but don't really fit anywhere in like the 616 or anything like that. And so I like the fact that they're going, OK, we got all of these extra properties, like even Marvel zombies and, and stuff like that, and sort of figuring out a way, smash it all together, find out what works and get rid of the rest. And, you know, that, that's not a bad thing to do every once in a while just because at a certain point you're going to have so many IPs it's going to be hard to keep track of them all. My thing with, with DC that's kind of weird is that, I mean, New 52 only launched a couple of years ago. Oh. And so it's so it's so it seems weird that the multi-storyline stuff has gotten so far away away from them so fast that they felt they needed to do this. I'm just wondering where where the impetus for this comes from beyond just sort of like, well, I, we, I don't know, let's start over. Marvel feels like it's trying to connect everything, bring everything tighter together, yeah. right? Under this, this Disney shield. Uh, but DC, <laughs> shield. Uh, um, DC seems to say, okay, you know what? We don't have a movie universe that we're particularly beholden to as of yet. Right. What we've noticed is that people really enjoy, you know, unique creators with their own take on things. So let's take our characters that people already love and let's move them in more of an image way. You know, let's okay. focus more on telling the individual stories and less about big picture because odds are we might reboot these comic book movies halfway through 
what we've already planned anyway. See, that's mm-hmm. in, that's an interesting take yeah. on it. I let, go ahead, Mark. No, I, I I was agreeing with you. I mean, I, I don't I don't really read comic books as much as you guys do. I'm not, but I but I understand like the impetus. Like my thing is, I like individual stories, um, whether it be through a movie or you know whatever. And I, that that's personally like my taste is how good of a story can you tell like in a you know a certain amount of time whether it be two hours in a movie or issues you know four five ten issues probably because my brain can't take like a whole you know two three four five year cycle of of or however long these comic books have been going on yeah i'm the Um, the same way that's why i buy trades yeah. yeah, you know, so yeah, like uh, I, I read, you mentioned Old Man Logan, like uh, Joe got me that for what was it, Christmas or my birthday or something, and you know I haven't read much X Men or you know, Wolverine comics, but I really enjoyed the shit out of that that series, and so I'm I'm all about the individual stories if they can connect it into like I'm I'm totally about the Marvel universe with with the movie <laughs> at least with the movies, um, if they can connect all these short story shorter mm-hmm. stories into the the big picture like that. That's even that's even better. That's amazing. But you know, I like the, the sh- interesting thing to me is can they can you know it, it release these contained stories and make them interesting enough to read? Bang, bang, bang. Right. I, I, I don't know if that's what you we were saying, Joe. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that, and I think it's interesting that Marvel, at least from from what Ben's saying and what we what we know about what's going on in the, the long the long game of Marvel uh, versus the kind of. The opposite view of DC is Marvel is that long game and connecting things in a new way mm-hmm. now. And DC is just saying, like, maybe it's the Jim Lee factor, right? Of saying, like, let's be more individual stories, image, Wildstorm, sort of, Earth One. Uh, yeah, you right. know, look look at these characters. And that's, that's more interesting because you're going to, not more interesting, but interesting in a totally different way that's actually exciting. Mm-hmm. Rather than reboot this whole universe and reconnect everything in in DC, it's, and feel like you have to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to feel obligated. I I got to read, you know, Batman number seven and and Action Comics number thirty four to get this. Yeah, maybe it's not doing that is an interesting, good way to go. It's actually exciting just for the fact that for the entire time that I can recall, Marvel and DC have kind of trailed each other, right? Marvel does something, DC follows. DC Mm -hmm. does something, Marvel follows. Since I've been reading comics for the most part. And this is the first time where the ideologies have really shifted. And while what you're getting is very similar events with very similar outcomes, I think what what we're seeing is the start of a big ideological split. Now, that could all change. I mean, the DC movies could be a hit over the next few years, and they could wrap it back up and start trying to go towards the same thing. But the movies that DC has coming out, for the most part, are all pretty big, like, standards. Batman, Superman, Flash. You know, like, it's their their heavy hitters, uh, where Marvel has kind of gone, you know, Black Panther has never been a traditionally big seller. Inhuman, stuff like that. Uh, but they're relying on the tying together of the universe. But they're tying, yeah, they're tying everything yeah. together. And you saw that with Guardians of the Galaxy. What's exciting about the DC things, not to cut you off, but you mentioned the Flash, is yeah. that I did cut him off. It's okay. The the Flash is the the Flash movie is going to have Ezra Miller and be a bit of a different tone than the TV show. See, I I don't like that. I like that because it's it's almost it's what we're talking about. Of you know, you have this isolated Flash story on TV and then a different one in the movies. So. If, you like this tone, but not that tone. You're still gonna enjoy the character. 
The only thing that I don't particularly care about or don't care for in that is that they can't go back from that. Like, they can't suddenly change it so that the Flash show is the same Flash as the Flash movie. No, th- yeah, they can. I mean, Marvel could always... They could jump the character, you know what I mean? Like, introduce the character from the movie suddenly and change the tone of the show. But it's only, it's running on the CW, so you're not going to change that. But they, I mean, they let it be made on the CW. Yeah. If it's good enough, if it's good enough to be made, like if they're proud enough to have it made, uh, if they're proud of the product that they're putting out on the CW, why aren't they proud enough to have it be part of the same universe? Well, I think part of it also is that Warner Brothers, um, as a company, splits its divisions so much more than Disney does. That's true. That is very true. It's disappointing. Kind anyway. of, because Warner Brothers is a great production company, but the fact that they kind of dropped the ball because they spread themselves thin. We should. Uh, Sigh heavily. <laughs> Sigh wistfully. Mark, you should watch The Flash. I, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I, I Did should. you watch I, Daredevil? I, I, no. No, I don't. No. No. You no. should watch the first four episodes. Uh, yeah, I, I heard it was good. Six. First six, maybe. You should really yeah. watch the first four and then, you know, uh, Feel it sniff out. your candle through the last two. I, oh, I'm sniffing <laughs> it right now. Yeah, you are. I just think this it's so weird how we're just talking about like how you know, like, cinematic properties are crossing over with comic properties and t- television like this is like it's a strange new era that we're slowly and maybe not even slowly but moderately getting into you know like how, how are people going to respond to like my stepson like he's going to see there's a new Spider-Man coming out in like 2 years and he's going to see that and then he's then I'm going to be like yeah there was Spider-Man made like 15 years ago with a different actor and different you know everything was different and ha- like just how people are going to get into this kind of stuff it's it's yeah. weirdly kind of exciting but but also fucking crazy I don't know and now Woody Allen tells a joke Right, okay, uh, you sir, you, uh, knock knock. Who's there? Right, a banana. Banana who? A knock knock. Who's there? A banana. A banana who? No, no, not banana, no, I'm sorry, I said it wrong, I, I meant uh, orange. But not orange, like a, uh, orange, like more like a clementine or a mandarin seeds. Like a mandarin seed. And that <laughs> was Woody Allen telling a joke. Okay, so what's next? Uh, I guess that'd be me. Joe. Uh, I guess this would fall under dripping since we just did funny books. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Drip, 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 drip on you. (laughs) I think I gotta go. It's not the official. Yeah, Mark could talk about drippings for hours. Um... (laughs) And hours. And hours. So we've all been to San Diego Comic Con's Hall H. Mark, you came out <clears throat> and then came out to the Hall H several years ago. I can't believe I got in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did we see there? We saw. We well. We we went to see The Walking Dead, yeah. but we sat through um, Hawaii Five O. And at the time, I was yeah. like, Oh my God, we're in Hall H, and I get to see The Walking Dead. And then I watched the show, and I was like, Oh, all right. So, anyway, <laughs> regardless, yeah, we've all been to the Hall H panel. It's the biggest thing at San Diego Comic-Con. Probably got extremely huge after Twilight when the lines started going around the block and you had to camp out to be there. I hadn't um, been to Hall H uh, since well before that. Not since I stabbed that guy in the eye. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, that wasn't me. That was you? Oh. <laughs> that was just your pencil. <laughs> people don't stab other people. Pencils do. 
So, Mike, you haven't been in the last couple of years when Marvel's done there. It's probably been a, a, a decade or more. Oh, wow. It's it's tight. It's tough. It's yeah. it's, it's a fucking... What she said. Thanks, Mark. It's a fucking marathon. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Marvel's kind of dominated Hall H. I guess the last time that Marvel wasn't there was in 2011. No, we are we are just talking about Marvel Cinematic, right? Cinematic, correct. Um, so anyway, this year, Marvel's Cinematic Division, their TV, their Cinematic Division, and Sony and Paramount, yeah. all three of those saison, all three of those companies won't be doing a panel in Hall H. I'm sorry, Marvel Cinematic, Marvel Cinematic, Sony, and Paramount. I didn't realize they pulled out too. They are not doing Hall H. Uh, Fox, I hear, is also not doing it. Really. The television probably is because Marvel's TV is. Right. Uh, Lucasfilm will be there. Yeah, Warner is that because Brothers. Episode Seven is going to take up? Very good, Mark. Well, yes. Battlefront's launching too. So. Battlefront. They have they have stuff. They have like a Star Wars Day, right? Like Friday's effectively yeah. Star Wars Day. Yeah, pretty much. So I I find this fascinating, but also interesting because last year's Marvel Hall H panel wasn't very huge. Um, they they did a little bit with Ant Man, <laughs> a little bit, and uh, oh, I didn't even realize man. that. That's great. And Holy then, my God. crawled to that point. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. And they did a little uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, I don't have a joke there. And so th- <laughs> this year, you would think like, oh, maybe Marvel would show up to to tout the Civil War, but apparently or they're not going to have Jones or, or Jessica or Jones or any of the TV stuff. Well, the the TV people are still going to be there. TV oh, people well, still going to be there, but maybe. Probably not as exciting as the movie stuff. Well, it That's depends on how much you like Kristen Ritter. Sure. Sony would just have uh, at least their Spider-Man stuff. Maybe James Bond. Okay. But they're not going to be there. And no. Paramount, Paramount. let's face it, like they just had Mission Impossible's coming out, but that's about yeah. it for now. But then you'd have to get Tom Cruise out of his cryogenic tube early. And, <laughs> well, and they also... He gets very cranky. He does get cranky. <laughs> He's causing a lot of interesting press with leaving Scientology, so... He's leaving? Is he really? That's that's the rumor. Is he running out of there? He the 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 rumor I heard and and really this is mainly me seeing the newspaper racks at the, the Star magazine. Store, but that he's he's leaving Scientology because uh, for his daughter. Oh, because is like, she starting a religion? <laughs> no, but when like Katie when they divorced, too. apparently she he took the kid and it's like look like I can't have raised my child around whatever's going on with you and this. Your thetons are not right. compatible. Right. Interesting. And All so, your yeah. thetons belong to us. But you, you do have a point in that they would have to, to pay for Tom Cruise to come down. And that, that was one of the rumored arguments that Marvel's not going to be there, is that it just costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to bring the stars down. But last year, if you remember, even after San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel did their, their Marvel announcement of their entire slate for the next 10 years. Yeah. yeah at the El Capitan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at the El Capitan Theater in L.A. So now they've set a precedent, kind of, in a way, of we can have our own announcement that costs less. Mm-hmm. We don't have to follow Comic-Con's rules. And DisneyCon's coming up. DisneyCon is coming up, which they've done before. And then there was a Star Wars celebration several months ago. Yeah, and just slightly off topic, but Image Comics had their Image Expo last week. Yeah. Right. And announced all their new... Yeah. series and whatnot at the expo right so, so there's varied focused yeah. interest on all these companies to do their own thing so has hall h hit its peak yes hall yes h. why yes look is marvel really going to be hurt by not you know displaying their, their new goods 
at San Diego Comic Con. I mean, I know it's I know it's the biggest thing going right now, but I mean, I, I don't think it is. Like anybody else? If I mean, if Arnold doesn't show up, no, I, I think you're right on. What do they? At least with even with like the general public, they're not going to lose anything. The hardcore fans, the general public, anybody, people are still going to show up to see what they're going to put out. They have no reason to be there. You know, like it, it's it's a. I don't want to say a fad. San Diego Comic Con is not a fad, but it's huge for a week. Even like you know, you can read stories about it on CNN, yada yada yada. But is anybody not going to go see Marvel's upcoming films because they're not at San Diego Comic Con? No, that's they're going to go anyway. That's yeah. a completely valid point. I mean, uh, when you look at this year, if this is a continuing trend, then I think we've already passed the prime. Like I think yeah. we're on the downhill slide. Yeah. When we were coming back from Las Vegas Comic Con, we talked about how many more Comic Cons there are now than five years ago. Right. Yeah. If you think about how many more conventions there are, not just Comic Cons, but mm. D23, right? And uh, Anime Cons, and there's just tons of cons. There's a Blizzard Con, right. you know, for like World of Warcraft and all their, their stuff. San Diego got big because everybody brought everything there, right? right? It, was a, it was a big show before, mm. you know, 15 years ago, but it wasn't huge. Uh, and now people are finding, okay, it costs so much. And it's so hard to get our message out. Why spend the time and energy trying to shout the loudest in a room full of people shouting when we can have an event all to ourselves with a target audience that wants to be listening to us, mm -hmm. right? So it feels like Hall H. Hall H, I think, if we look five years ahead, ten years ahead, is going to be very different. Right. Um, yeah. You're going to have a hard time getting those those big premieres in there it I mean, may it may even be more television by then yeah it could be with with the amount of like creature is mm -hmm. getting on air and all the right. dc shows marvel's gonna have three more shows on the air television is is hitting it's another golden age right now mm -hmm. yeah you know and and the other thing is is that maybe one or two movie studios can dominate a year but to have you know all five of the major studios and marvel come in and all be the the headline by the end of the weekend is it's more competition. Yeah. So, like this year, Warner Brothers and DC are going to own. They have Batman vs Superman. They're going to Justice League. They're going to do. Okay, that was my question. So, Batman, Superman, the Dawn of Justice thing is going to get a big panel. That's going to get a huge panel. They're going to do Justice League. They're going to do Wonder Woman. And that um, comes out when? Batman vs Superman next year. When? Uh, May maybe. Is that the one that got moved off of Captain America's date? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah. They're they're pushing. You know, maybe they just need the win. Um, yeah. Maybe they do. I mean, they do. Well, they Marvel's the one that backed away. They're like, hey, you know what? You guys take it because we're going to have D23. Right. I think Hall H, uh, you know, <laughs> down the line, I, I maybe it hasn't seen its heyday hmm. or, you know, maybe it's Halcyon is, is still coming. But I do think we're going to see an evolution in the programming there. And I think that's going to funnel down to the programming in the other rooms. Yeah. You mean you think it'll tighten up and shrink down a little bit, or I think I think you're going to see less and less panels there that have lines that are forming two days before. Right. Um, you know, this year not the case. The that Star Wars panel is going to have a, it probably has a line now. Yeah. And right. this uh, is the Sunday before Comic Con. Speaking of which, there's a Hall H line Twitter account. Yes. And what? Edward James almost uh, follows it. Good. Good for him. Jeez. So do See, you. one of the things I'm wondering uh, is, and I mentioned this to Joe, uh, 
there's you know there's been a huge backlash among creators for quite some time about how you know hall h has kind of ruined quote unquote comic-con and it's like become this media show rather than a comic show and so now i'm wondering how many people are going to bitch that it's not worth going to comic-con because hall h is going to suck like there's just yeah. going to be no crazy people interesting yeah. also san diego just got comic-con till through 2018 yeah um, oh, they re- renewed again yeah so i wonder let's say comic-con did move up to la in 2019 does that change things does that increase media presence in these big studios again because it's right in their backyard yes i mean san diego's pretty close but it's not it's la not well center close. you got to yeah. remember though that like when they fly in the cast the avengers it's not like the cast the avengers is driving down from la they they're all around the world working on whatever movie they're in. Sometimes they fly in, sh- do the panel, and fly out mm-hmm. the same day. Well, <sighs> bully for that. All right. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? They, they, the way the panels usually go in the Hall H, though, is they sandwich. They'll do like Fox in the morning, and they know Marvel's at 6 p.m., so they know they're going to have people for that. So they'll sandwich in these. Remember, like, the, the, the strong women in film panel. Uh, last year they did. Uh, they had a Mad Max Fury Road panel. Which was, oh. it was awesome, but nobody knew God. it was happening. When it came, like, met, they did a line because it was uh, legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legendary, and they and he, George Miller came out and they showed the footage. Oh, my God. But not a lot of people were paying attention because it was like, oh, this is in between all the shit. Oh. And then when they showed the footage, it was like, this is amazing. Why is no one paying attention to this? Martin, I left not. See that. Do you have an <laughs> off-topic <laughs> Mad Max rant that you want to share? Uh, <laughs> I could go on for days about Mad Max Fury Road. It was so good. Uh, ben, did you see it? I have not seen it. Oh, oh you're missing out, man. Mark just had an orgasm. Thinking you, you about know what? It. Just <laughs> lit that candle again. I, With passion. <laughs> the, give, give, us, give us a paragraph. You know what? There's a scene in this movie, and I'm not spoiling anything, but it's a scene during a sandstorm. Everything I it's, understand about this movie is that it's pretty unspoilable. They go out to the desert. They come back. Yeah, to the desert. It, no. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, pe- people are so you know, people are so upset about spoilers nowadays. But so I, I had to preface whatever I was going to say with, with you know, not a spoiler. But there's there's, there's a scene in, the, in this movie where that takes place during a sandstorm, like a lightning sandstorm, mm-hmm. and it's one of the while I was watching it, it's like one of the moments in that I remember in cinema. You know, like you get that like. The first time you see the the brachiosaurus, the brontosaurus in Jurassic Park, or I believe it was an you know, adasaurus. whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Whatever or when the bus was. explodes in speed. The bus explodes. Spoilers, dog. Please continue. The, the, the first time you see, uh, you know, the dude's penis in the crying game. All or right. whatever. Go back to Mad Max. Sorry. So but, Mad you know, Max no, it's, just, a... it's just one of those, like, I was watching the movie and my dad was next to me and I was just like, this is so amazing. Like, you, you, you get, like, a few of those throughout your life, those cinematic mm. experiences. And as you get older, you get less of them. Um, and, like, this whole movie was like, was like that. And I just... I'm so in love with the whole thing. And I, I recommended it to, to a bunch of people I work with, and a couple people went and saw it, and they texted me, and they were like, yeah, it was okay. And I'm like, yeah. no, no. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, Mark, I'm, I'm Joe hangs away. out with film, film snobs, and they said it was boring. 
Oh. This is true. And they're, they're active screenwriters getting paid. Yeah, well, and, and these are just like, you know, uh, run-of-the-mill, I don't want to say run-of-the-mill, but, like, you know, just typical cinema-goers. And, but one woman I work with, like, really likes movies, and I was like, you're going to love this. I'll give you 10 bucks if you don't. And she was like, yeah, it was okay. And to me, this is a movie that isn't, isn't just okay. You either love it or you hate the shit out of it. Maybe like, she just you, wanted your $10. Yeah. I, I think she did. Like that, I uh, give it to her. And, but but another person I didn't offer $10 to was just like, yeah, it was okay. We didn't, we didn't really like it. Her and her boyfriend didn't really like it. And I'm like, why? Why? You either hate the shit out of it or you love it. Like it's There's just, no it's, middle ground with this movie. It's Yeah, it's just, it's not a movie you think is, eh, it's just okay. <laughs> like, oh. It was the automobile equivalent of the raid. Yeah. yeah just exactly. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's probably the last time I felt like that watching movie in the theater. And Joe, we saw that at um, South by Southwest, right? The raid. The raid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and the last time I felt like you know so exhilarated in a in a, in a theater was watching the raid. Um, All right. Well, thank you. Um, as a, so that that's my rant on Mad Max. Go fucking see it. Anyway. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, so, final thoughts. Final thoughts on Hall H. I'm glad I'm not in line. Yep. Yeah. Always glad I'm not in line. The I Star think Wars line is, is probably happening right now. I would do that. Yeah, but honestly. here's the thing about the Star Wars. Remember the Star Wars celebration that happened when they did the new trailer? Mm-hmm. They streamed the panel online, mm-hmm. live. Yep. Like, I watched that. And all they did was they cut to black when they played the trailer, but then it was immediately available to press. So you can almost watch it real time. Yeah. I really think that San Diego Comic-Con could benefit from a structure like that, where they're streaming the panel to... Whoever wants to sign up and watch it, okay. And and then like the line may die down, but you're still getting that exposure. You're still getting people involved in the industry, you know, who are interested in that. I'm stuff. a huge fan of like Star Wars. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Blizzard stuff, and Blizz- BlizzCon was a lot of fun. And I think if if Blizzard Entertainment and Legendary did a World of Warcraft panel in Hall H, they would really kick some ass. They would do really well. But um. I'm not so much of a fanboy that I need to wait in line for hours or days to go yeah. see a panel for a trailer that's going to be out in a week and I can just watch it. It's going to be out in an hour. Right. Yeah, not even a week. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like it, the turnaround's so fast and, uh, you know, I'm so busy that it's it would be worth my t- more of my time to buy a San Diego Comic-Con pass and go and experience everything else except for Hall H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's essentially a hype vehicle. Um H for hype to get yeah to get your to just get people excited about your stuff, but it's true. Like people just release the footage an hour later, unless you're Warner Brothers, and it gets bootlegged, and you don't address it for two days. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's definitely opportunities there. I think it depends on what these people, the movie studios, and what Comic Con wants this to be. Yeah, if they want if they want the line, you know, then have some sort of blackout. You know, like. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, push it over the edge, make it an exclusive thing, get that line longer, get more people to buy their tickets. Uh, I don't think that's the goal, though. I think, you know, they're already sold out every year in like a matter yeah. of seconds. Yeah. Right. So then the question becomes what is the purpose of Hall H for Comic Con? And whatever their answer is going to be, whatever they decide, that's how they need to change Hall H to, to make it different in the future. But something is going to change uh, because the way these movie studios are dropping out uh, and all of them having good reasons to do so with the 
specific mm -hmm. target audience shows that they can do. You know, if they don't do something uh, on Comic-Con's end, then you'll start to see it head back towards less people coming to the show. Less people, because if the movie studios start dropping out and less people come to the shows, then less comic companies are going to want to come to the shows. Less toy vendors are going to want to come to the show. Uh, you know, there's, there's a whole there's chain a of events here yeah. that come if they can't figure out exactly what they want from all age and move accordingly. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mark? Uh, I will echo every single thing Ben has just said. Okay. I see. Seriously. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> I like Mark. Repeat on both of I just look at it as, you know, just common sense. Like, literally, studios don't need anybody to come. To, like, Marvel doesn't need anybody to come to Hall H. They'll, they will sell their shit. And people, general public, fanboys, everybody in between will come to it. Um, they literally don't. They don't need it. And so, you know, that's that's it. Anybody, that's not adding anything to anything Ben has said. It's just, it's just, it's just true. Right. No, you were so right, Mark. You were so right. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have a guess what the most publicized movie at Comic Con will be? I always like to see the movie that like gets put on all the flags on all the. The lamp posts and everything, whatever they've, that movie is, generally is disappointing. They've already started decorating. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> How disappointing! Probably Batman v Superman, but uh, you know, what like, was it last year? I don't remember. Uh, I remember Avatar. The Several year, ago, the year yeah. Avatar was, and then that disappointed. I forgot Paramount. The reason they, uh, it's weird they dropped out because Star Trek Three. Oh, yeah, oh right. they started filming. They, they just started filming. They just right? started filming, but it would be, you know. So they dropped out because Star Trek 3 started No, because no, they don't was, have anything to it show. It was weird that they dropped out yeah. because they just started filming. But you would, yeah, I mean, you would think that they would, I mean, they don't have anything to show, yeah. but. And I, Fox, except Fantastic for, Four. like, models and. and right, yeah, you know, yeah, costumes yeah. Costumes and. I weird. think the thing with Fantastic Four is going to be the less said, the better. Yes. Right? Oh, oh, oh. Like a there Russian is, mail order bride. The less said, the yeah. better. Um. <laughs> You know, they'll put out some trailers, they'll be vague and mysterious, and hope that you come see the movie that... But also kind of hope that you don't. Uh, hope that you're not paying... And Hulk. <sighs> Smash. Paying attention while you're watching it. Uh, I have... Stoner movie. I have a feeling that is going to be a dumpster fire movie. Um... <laughs> Like the hottest, not the hottest of dumpster fires, not like Ghost Rider two, but but there is a Human Torch, so there is. So it will be hot. it will be flaming. It will be a flaming. <laughs> Joe dis disapproves of where this was Just stared. Right. So uh, stared. Joe's a big Myers Teller fan. Mark, you have time Actually. for you got time for one more segment? We got a game. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Throw it in. Sweet. Yeah. All right, my uh, my segment is going to be button smash. Button smash! <laughs> click, click, click. Uh, okay, and Button Smash is uh, about video games. And I recently bought a PS4 and Yay. I've been playing Batman nice. Arkham Knight. Yay! Nice. And it's, it's awesome. Yay! It really yes. is a beautiful, Mark, you fun, got that too? fun game. I do. I do have it. Yeah. Superb. I do. I wasn't going to get it because I'm not, I wasn't a big fan actually of. Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, and I didn't finish either of them. Really? 
But it, yeah, you know, you know, you know what? See, because I can see why everybody thinks they're amazing, and 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 for the first few hours or so of each, like I was really into them, and then for some reason, I just I didn't I didn't finish either of them, and it, it's something with me because I can see why they're they're great, like they really are good games. Could it be the is, the it, dog interrupted? Is it because the you're dog. missing a? sizable chunk of your soul <laughs> i think i think i did i was like oh my god this is reflects too much on me too much diet coke so i was Get just like that. no i'm not i'm not gonna get arkham knight i'm just not gonna do it because i didn't do it. but the other night i had such a shitty day and i'm like i need a new game garden to, to, to play and then I'm like, I'm going to download Arkham Knight. I'm going to play it right now. And so I downloaded it digitally, and I started at 9 o'clock. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to take, like, four hours for this shit to download. And I <laughs> sat there and waited till like, 12.30 a.m. to play, like, the first 10 minutes of the game. Like, I literally sat there watching the little download bar. And, and I, I played nothing it. nothing more Sorry, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> It's like that's the saddest story I think anybody's ever told in this show. It's pretty sad. Yeah. So Mike, pep us up with this game. Yeah, guys. sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> I, I, it's fun. It's a good game. Uh, anyway, so I thought I'd do some trivia. 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 Trivia uh, about uh, some characters that show up in the game and and part fail. of uh, Batman's characters uh, in his in his universe. His rogues gallery. Rogue gallery. Rogues. 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 Full rogue. Right. Um, Multiple rogues, not not just rogues. Rogue apost- rogue parentheses s. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, how this work? I'll give you uh, three clues. The first clue is worth five points. The second clue is worth two points. The last clue is worth one point. And if you guess, you can't guess again. Great. And if you guess it and it's right, then we move on to the next one. I like this game. Yeah, Great. simple. Mark, you you understand? I I think I do. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the what's the buzzer? Just say your name. Okay. okay. So if you know the answer, Mark, just say your name. I feel like I need to double up. Jim Danny. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> introduced in 1989, this bat ally was taken under Batman's wing. God. Joe. Yeah. Okay. Nightwing. Wrong. Shit. Uh, ben. Yeah. Is it Tim Drake? It is Tim Drake. Yeah. Ah. You guys are going to lose this game. Clearly. I'm, I'm going to lose. I'll tell you right now, I am going to fucking lose. So I'm just going to... That's cool. Just take, take a stab at every, every, every... How many questions are there? Just four. Four. Just okay. four. Okay. Ben gets five points. Yeah. Well, Ben has one already. The, uh, the other two clues were uh, Batman considers this character to be a better detective than him. Yeah, that's a fact. And the last clue was named after Tim Burton. Oh, I did not know that part. Really? The same year as Tim Burton's Batman. That's cool. Mm. So the... Question, the statements get harder. Like, <laughs> sneaky fuck. Well, it's Tim. At a certain point, well, Tim's Tim is just like yeah, that's true. Away. Obviously, I heard the second clue. All right, sure. All right, All right next one. Male. Uh, <laughs> this attention-craving villain was introduced in 1948 and has admitted to needing psychiatric help. Mark, go ahead. The Joker. Wrong. No. The Penguin. Stop. <laughs> you only get the one. Shit. <laughs> attention-craving villain. Say it again. This attention-craving villain was an, introduced in 1948 and has admitted to needing psychiatric help. God, I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Last chance. Ben. Yeah. Two-Face? Wrong. Okay. It's up to you, Joe. All right, go one more. Joe, yeah, right. you, you got the, the walk-in here. In addition to a life of crime, this villain has been a carnival employee, 
an informant, a police consultant, a private detective, and a homeless person. Alan, what? You do not. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Carney? Uh, Wait for me. <laughs> well, I don't know this. I probably don't know. I don't think you know this. What's the third question? The third, the third clue. Thinking his original name hit the nail a little too on the head, some writers changed his name to Edward Nashton. Oh, my oh God. God, the Riddler. Joe, the Riddler. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure I say my name. Joe, the Riddler. Yeah. Joe. Why the fuck didn't I get that? They call the him second? Joey the Riddler. <laughs> yep. Joey Riddles. All Joey, the comic Joey book fans, just tweet in and say how much that I suck. Stop it. <laughs> I got that one wrong too, dude. Yeah. It's all good. All right. We all Not about you. All right. Next one. Playing the game. (laughs) Following the first appearance in 1939, more than seven different people have taken on the moniker of this villain. 1939, you say? Yeah. Moniker. Yeah. I also say that. (laughs) I don't know what you were about to say, but you shouldn't say it yet. Mark, (laughs) I'm talking to you. Hold off on that. We good. Next quote. Uh, No, you want to make a stab at it, Joe? Zing. Yeah, the Joker. No. All right. Well, you had a good run. I had a good run there. <laughs> What's the next one? The original person to play this villain was an actor who, after going insane, Man. dons the costume of the villain they played to kill the actors who played the victim in the film. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> is it Clayface? It is Clayface. Yeah. That just blew my mind. Can you read that second one again? The original person <laughs> to play this villain was an actor who, after going insane, dons the costume of the villain they played to kill the actors who played victims in the film. Jesus Christ. Clayface. Yep. <laughs> what was the third clue? Yeah. Third clue was the first four versions of this villain teamed up and were known as the Mud Pack. Oh, well, that's clear. When they got as that. mud. <laughs> Muddy clear. Muddy waters. All right, what's the last one? Uh, We've all lost. It's okay. Unless I make this for double points. I got this one. Okay. Right. You guessed Lewinsky, the last one. Just, be, <laughs> just in case nobody heard that. 1939 Lewinsky. You know, she's been around. Yeah, there's been seven Lewinskys. <laughs> they call them the Flying Lewinskys. Actually, and I'm not clear about the date of Clayface's first appearance because it was Detective Comics number 40, and I couldn't find a date on that. So Disqualified. No, come on. Close. I still I got went. it right. It was 39 or 40. Yeah. No, you anyway. did fine job. Uh, final one. This is the winner. This villain first made an appearance in 1941, and he was modeled after the mascot for cool cigarettes. Joe Camel. <laughs> ignore, <laughs> ignore him. <laughs> he was modeled after the mascot for cool cigarettes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mark. Yeah. Two things. No. That was a good guess, though. I mean, that was closer than everything else you've said. <laughs> way closer, dude. Huh. I have two guesses. Lewinsky. Not one of them. I'll, give, I'll let you guess both. Is that okay? Can you guess both? Sure. Penguin? Mm-hmm. Hey! Hey! You hey. You yeah. said Gabagool. I did, you motherfucker. He uh-huh. says it a lot. No. Yeah. It's Italian, Mark. You should get there. Second clue was, after receiving a degree in orthonology in college, this villain turns to crime following the death of his mother, becoming the self-described gentleman of crime. Yeah, I would have done it. (laughs) What's the third one? Third one is, has been portrayed as both outcast and aristocrat by Danny DeVito and Burgess Meredith. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I would have gotten that. (laughs) Mark would have got all the one points. (laughs) Except for the ones he didn't (laughs) get. 
So Ben won with the. Elite. Well, luckily I said the last one was worth double the points, so Joe wins. Joe wins. Hey, <laughs> oh my Joe! Gabagoo times two. <laughs> well done, Joe. Gabagoo, Gabagoo. Yep, that's it. Well, oh. you know, it's anyway. Go play Arkham. So, but Knight the game is it. good. The game is—is uh, is it like a mystery detective? It, the the great thing about the the Batman games is that it is part straight up button masher where you kick the shit out of villains. I do like that. And then part of it, you know, they have detective clues where you gotta find the different clues in the in the crime scene and like put them that. together. And is it all like clues? Because I remember one of them was like the Riddler set a bunch of clues around. The, is this um, one that, or is there? This... There is uh, Riddler levels. Okay. Um, and I've only done one of them so far, but uh, I pro I don't know if it's going to be a downside or not. But right now the game features the Batmobile really heavily. I've yeah. heard that. I've heard that. Um, and you know some of the missions are really fun. The first uh, Riddler mission is a, you got to race a clock, and so if you're not good with the Batmobile, it's very fucking frustrating. Oh. And so, uh, yeah, we'll you know we'll see how the rest of the game plays out. But you know, at first it was like, God, I got to drive all over the city with this fucking Batmobile, and then I'm like, Wait, no, I don't. I got a grapple hook and a glider for a cape. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, well, that's it. Cool. If you got a PS4 or a Xbox One or a computer, well, computer, I don't know if it'll still come out because Steam pulled it because there's a ton of problems on the port. I'd heard that. It'll probably come back yeah. out. It'll come back but, out. Yeah. Rocksteady's not going to lose that market. No. But it's awesome. Pick it up. Because those people. Those people. Steady. <laughs> steady is a rock. Oh, Joe. Or not. Bebop. Bebop and Rocksteady. You think as you won the fucking game, you can just come out with all this shit? Yep. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You lose again, Diet Coke. (laughs) All right. Uh, Normally, this is where we would have the mailbag, but unfortunately, this month, our mailbag has run dry. Oh. I'm going to assume that was the sound of a dry mailbag. Anyway. The the sack got twisted is the problem. The sack did, in fact, get twisted. (sighs) Uh, you guys, just so that you are aware, the way we get our mailbag questions is by anyone who asks a question on our Tumblr, which is thequad-shot.com, and also uh, through any of our Twitter feeds, we'll ask for questions. Right. So you probably want our Twitter handles, or maybe you don't, but we're going to give them to you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, this would be the time to stop listening. Yes. Uh, but don't, don't stop worry. Listening. You're don't not going to miss much in the next few seconds. Uh, my Twitter handle is at bglibert, that's like Gilbert with the L and the I switched, uh, G-L-I-B-E-R-T with a B in the front. I am at Joe Pezzula, that's two Z's, one L, Joe Pezzula. No underscore, right? No underscore. One word, okay. Hooray! Uh, and, oh shit, I really need to change mine. <laughs> you do, but <laughs> you until might. you do. Until that time, uh, my Twitter handle is at A-K-A-T-Z-E-N-S-H-A-I. And I'm sorry. <sighs> Mouthful. A cat's and shy. A cat's and shy. Yes, and we cannot forget the fourth member of our group, Correct. the one and only James Ninnis, mm-hmm. who is at James Ninnis, which is spelled James... Ninnis. N-I-N-N-E-S-S. Three N's. Three N's. Two S's. And Toto, three N's. And if you include the James, three S's. Sure. Yep. Mark, thanks for joining us today. If people want to follow you or get in contact with you, how can they reach it? They can follow me uh, on Twitter at M-A. That's M as in Mark. A is in the letter A. Everybody should know that. And then P-E-Z-Z-U-L-A. 
uh, on Twitter, and that's basically the only way to get a hold of me. Is you um, don't because you don't do the Facebook. I don't do the Facebook. Uh, What's your MySpace no. handle? Uh, my my. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, my MySpace was the body of John Wilkes Booth. Oh, you really had one. <laughs> okay, I really did. <laughs> years and years ago. Uh, well, I should say that that because Mark was in that web series, Super Knocked Up, which is still, yes. you can watch episodes online. Hmm? Yes, that was please. how I met Donnie, the artist of Where the Witches Are. Donnie Gandaksuka? Gandakasuma. Because the creator... You know, I know you said it right and I said it wrong, <laughs> but if you were to listen back to that, I'm sure people would think I said it right. You probably did. <laughs> say it backwards and you'll say it better. But the... A muska. creator of the series, Jeff Burns, did one issue of a comic related to the series. Oh. And the and that was Donnie did the art. Oh great! And he drew Mark's character to look like an actual Which just like me. superhero. Great. So not with like Mark at all. Testicle. The twisty testicle. And the testicle was wrapped the all the way around was his around waist. around my neck and hanging above my head. Oh, hmm. at the annual testicle festival. Yeah. That was the a... testicle festival. All right. So uh, <laughs> Mapazula. Yes. On the Twitter and. Uh, the body of John Wilkes Booth. When people want to, when people want to hear you on the podcast that you do uh, participate um, in, where is that? It's uh, super geeked up. Just go to YouTube and then super geeked up, uh, YouTube slash super geeked up, and they can watch all episodes of super geeked up um, going back. I don't know two three years, um, but if people want to, and they just follow the super geeked up uh, Twitter handle, they can see where we're going to go live. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me on, guys. This is really fun. Oh, oh man! Good. Thanks Anytime. for joining. Next time you you come to visit the West Coast, maybe we'll we'll put a microphone in your mouth. Put 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 whatever All right. you want in my mouth. That's what. No take. Hey, look at the time. Okay. <laughs> well, enjoy your cracking and diet coke and your candles and your candles and your paneling of your house. Amber sunset. Amber sunset. Uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening in. And for anyone that shared or uh, helped with the Kickstarter, again, thank you so much. Yeah. We could not have done it without you. I am rarely serious, but in this one moment of seriousness, I do want to say thank you. I mean it. Uh, <laughs> it's true. We all do. We mean it. We all mean it. Uh, but you only mean. one of us just said it. Yeah, so. you're the winner. Yep. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mark. You got a treat because this was, in fact, the best show ever. Best. Uh, until next Till next month. I missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you did. Okay. <laughs> Don't dwell on it. Uh, we'll talk to you next month, folks. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thank Thanks. you much. See you. Grazie. You know. Orange <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>